Welcome to Uproar. Okay, welcome to our third session of Uproar Radio. Uh, we're here today with Tom Bartome and Siri Brown. Uh, these two were participants in the Mother City Wesley spring break trip last year to Nashville to record a benefit album. Um, how you all doing today? Good. Hey, how are you? Good. We're glad to have you on. Um, just tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the church, how you got involved with uh, Mother City Wesley. Um, anybody is free to start. <laughs> Want to take this, Tom? Okay, sure. Um, I got involved with Motor City Wesley and Carl Gladstone when I moved to Detroit. I came from Kalamazoo, where I was a part of the Wesley at Kalamazoo, um, and then just kind of connected Wesley to Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Siri? Um, so I did an <clears throat> I did an internship with Young Leaders Initiative ten years ago. Um, at the time, Carl was the director of that um, program, I guess you call it, and and so it was living in the city of Detroit in this one house with eleven other um, young people, uh, college students. We were we were all like. I guess 19 to 22 ish and um and working in different social service type settings and so i kind of stayed connected to carl over the years then i became methodist clergy as well not that long ago a couple years ago um i'm a pastor now and um and we we're both musician clergy combination things <laughs> so so we stay in touch about that kind of stuff um we do even a, a kind of a songwriters group together sometimes um so he had encouraged those of us who are participating in that songwriters group to join him on this trip and help lead the trip and so i um i wasn't gonna do it because it was during um lynch and then I had this this kind of amazing experience of realizing how important music is and should be in my ministry. And I said, you know what, I'm going to not just make busyness and the day to day grind um, dictate everything I do. And I said and I just texted him. I'm like, Carl, I'm going to go on that trip. All right. So just let me know what I need to do. And so I went. All right. Uh, you talk about the importance of music in the ministry. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? How important is music uh, within the ministry, particularly within uh, worship services? I know we use a lot of music during the worship service, and uh, um, we talk or we re re sing a lot of hymns and uh, do different things. I know we have youth choirs and things like that. So talk about a little bit of what music is in the ministry and your yeah. ideas on it um so for me music is what helps us experience something new and helps us experience god and the spirit in new ways and opens us up to the new things that god is doing and so um it's it's, it's just this it's this powerful visceral kind of expression that doesn't happen if we're just listening to discourse or talking 
Um, it does something different to our hearts and our minds on a little bit less of a rational linear level. And so I think it's really important because God works on that level a lot of the time. Um, and that's why I think it's so important to do new and creative things with music and worship, to not just sing the same songs, which it's also good to sing old traditional songs and to feel connected to that history. So I'm not knocking that, but we also need to be doing fresh and creative things that remind us of the newness that God is always working in our midst, I guess you could say. How about you, Tom? Um, yeah, I think in a worship setting, a lot of times the music can help people feel like more of the connection, which I think is kind of in the same line as theory. Because um, it's not it's not like the discussion like she was talking about. It's this group activity where you come together and it's just pure worship. It's not studying theology and stuff. It's just pure worship and exalting God. Yeah, I like how you put that because um, I spent about a month in Liberia, uh, West Africa, last December. And I noticed while I was there that music and worship was more so a celebration of God. I don't want to say more so of a party, but <laughs> it was more, it just had a different feel to it. And uh, the music really uplifted people and made them move in a different way. So I think music is a very powerful tool. Um. Let's also talk about your Motor City hymns trip. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Did you enjoy the experience? Um, how was Nashville? Terrible. The whole thing was awful. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. It was awesome. It was really cool to, to go to Nashville. Um, I've never been there before. It was just wild. In a city, I, I play as a musician around Detroit, but just going to a place like Nashville where music happens all over the place is like kind of fine. Um, according to music and in, in, uh, doing the military, Kim's aspect of the trip was uh, really cool. And I was, it, it intrigued me in the first place um, because I wanted to hear what uh, people were trying to put out in terms of worship music that was really more. Uh, individualistic and artful and like what they actually write, you know, what they're actually uh, trying to do musically. Because I kind of get turned off and alienated from like the, not that it's, I'm saying it's bad, but like the, the mainstream Christian rock or whatever, they're like Bethel and Jesus culture kind of all together. So I wanted to see it for more of a artist who actually write Christian rock as an expression. And I was interested to see what that was looking like. That's why. Yeah, how about you, Siri? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, it was a really good experience for me as far as collaborating with <laughs> in a very um, last-minute, spontaneous kind of way, which you know, obviously has its downsides because we maybe couldn't prepare things as much and, and be as, as fine-tuned. But it was really cool, some of the magic that could happen from that. And just, um, like, letting, not trying to control everything as much and just letting um, some things flow organically um, and create something together. And with that, you know, with that spirit and intention, of creating something like like Tom is talking about, creating something 
that points us towards God, that expresses our our feeling um, of of walking on this path of you know following Christ, but um, in a way that's really it's like more raw and real. It's really what what it's like and what we're feeling. And I think that um, I have hope that people can people can actually be open and relate to that kind of artistic experience in ways that they, that, you know, Christian, mainstream Christian pop and rock and all that just wouldn't do. Um, so it kind of gave me this little glimmer of, of like what this could be like and we need to do more of this. So what talents and ideas can you take back to your home churches? Um, maybe even do something similar with the youth. Um, that was a creative idea to go down to Nashville and create a benefit album. I don't think I've ever seen it done. So I, I like when people use different creative ideas to enhance worship service and try to engage everybody. So I really believe that was a great idea. So what ways or what talents and ideas can you take back to your home churches and groups? or maybe even in the Young Adult Ministry with the Motor City Wesley group? You want to go first? I can if you want, sure. Um, um, yeah, it's it's interesting right now. I'm not in a setting where there are many young people, um, either young adults or teens. Um, so, so of course, you know, I'm kind of, it's all just kind of thinking about it hypothetically right now, because um, I'm in these two small town churches with, you know, aging congregations and um, there's like maybe three young adults total between two, the true, two churches I serve. Um, and no one's really, there's not many musicians around here either. Um, so it's interesting for me to think about it in that, in, in the what, what I'm doing right now is basically just, I'm opening up a little more to, trying to share music in different ways, non-traditional types of music. Like I, I did this series over the summer where I would take our call to worship used like a pop or soul <laughs> or something song, like, like a top 40 or, or one of the old, you know, Motown songs or something like that. Um, I would do that. And then I would do like one of my own songs to kind of tie into the sermon. So it kind of helped me to think about doing fun things like that. Um, but as far as actually tying it in with like a youth group or young adult ministry, if the, I mean, if the conditions were right and if, if at least you had a, a small group and some of them were playing some instruments or at least interested in playing and learning a little more, then, then I think that you could apply some of those ideas to trying to get them to, to think more creatively and think about, hey, what about some of these popular songs that you listen to. Some of them wouldn't really apply or be appropriate for worship, but some of them actually talk about God in these subtle, you know, kind yeah. of sneaky ways. <laughs> yeah, I know a few artists, um, like uh, Chance the Rapper was one. I know he had a sort of non-contemporary worship song, but they kind of do mix in a little bit here and there. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you can get even like one of the songs I used was signed, sealed, delivered. Like you can get a message out of a love song too. It just depends <laughs> on how you listen to it. Um, so, so yeah, totally. You could, you could get that from a lot of different artists and, um, and then even encouraging them to write songs and just kind of let loose and not have this judgment of writing a song. It has to be this really difficult, intimidating thing. Um, I love to, to try that out. I think it can be harder to get people 
like get the gears working in that way but i would love to see that so what about yeah i don't know what, what tom thinks about that oh yeah i think i think that's really cool like somehow doing a youth thing centered around songwriting now that back to worship that would be a lot harder to lead a, a large enough group who want to work on that it takes a lot of effort which you have to like play too but um i think the biggest takeaway for me like the biggest idea takeaway is just like expanding the repertoire of music that we play at church um, and incorporating music that really speaks to us, not just playing like popular songs for the sake because they're super popular. And I've, um, I've been playing since then at the church with someone else who was on that trip and then Will Lobb, and he's the music director there, and he does that a lot. He tries to incorporate more music that, you know, either person speaks to him or someone else in the group when you bet. Uh, it's easier to connect to it and then people in the church can connect to that too even if that's not they don't know the time but and then they kind of feel more welcomed in to be part of the song mm, yeah yeah, we talked about that earlier with how music uplifts people. Uh, sometimes people bob their heads to the rhythm of the music. That could be a way to find someone's common interest, as well as um, there are various genres of music. Music ranges in so many different ways. I believe that if not just songwriting, um, kids can explore different ways. Um, maybe production of music. Um, making beats on the computer or um, different things such as learning new instruments like Siri says. So there's various ways that we can become innovative with music. Uh, we just have to explore them. Uh, my last question to you all, I guess, would be, do you think music has an impact on society? And how can we use music to spread the message of God? I think, I think time you should take that one first. Um, on, on the last question, actually, you said some music in youth, and I think the church, this isn't on this question, it's on the last question, but I think, yeah, another thing you can take away from this is um, churches actually have a really good opportunity, and it happens a lot, of being a space where youth, that's actually where I started out playing, can get into music and can start actually playing with other people. So I think that's something every church should also be trying to do, is getting um, young members of their church who might be interested in playing instruments to try and play with the band, to come in and like, most of the churches I play at now try and do that. So they'll like hire in professionals and then they'll also have these younger people who are starting out come in and it'll be like an educational process process for them, which is then, which is cool. You don't, you don't see that a lot in any other you know, sector. Really get that opportunity. So that's awesome. And this question was: Is music important in society, and how can we spread worship? Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think music is very important. You can see that throughout all societies. It serves a general purpose of bringing people together. Um, pretty much anywhere you see music, it becomes like communal event a lot of times. I think that's a really important aspect, maybe the most important aspect. 
Music bringing worship, music bringing us bringing the worship of the Lord through music to other people. Um, I think you do that just by uh, writing and playing the music um, that you're into, but through the tent of, you can play any kind of music, worshiping God. That's just your, mm-hmm. so you playing whatever you're playing, any genre. Doesn't even have to say anything about God. Just point that your your uh, process of you playing it, lifting that up to the Lord and worship. Yeah, sort of letting Him speak through your music. Yeah. 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 Usually, yeah. Siri. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I. Obviously, being a musician and believing in the power of music, I do think that music has a profound effect on society. And that obviously, the kinds of songs that we give the most, the biggest platform to, we do shape people because music gets in your, you know, gets in your bones, it gets in your system, and and it you listen to it and pay attention to it and let yourself be formed by it in a way that you wouldn't even with, you know, listening to a sermon maybe, or, or even reading a book or, or listening to talk radio or whatever it might be. Um, so I think that, you know, as artists, we have a responsibility to be putting out a message that, that does inspire people and work towards positive transformation. Um, and points out, you know, injustice and raises awareness and all those kinds of things. And I don't think it necessarily has to be um, specifically religious music. And sometimes I think it's better if it's not specifically religious music because more people will pay attention. Um, but I think that your that your faith can inform your music and just by putting out certain kinds of messages about the way that God would want the world to be. And, you know, mm-hmm. thinking about it in, that, in those terms, without ever even using that language necessarily, um, I think it can spread a really, really powerful message and and help and help God's hope and, and love and justice spread into more of society. Um, and maybe that's not the best way to grow the church. I don't know if anyone ever come to church for the most part because of that kind of music, but I do think it spreads God's word. Well, all right, you all have been wonderful today. You have definitely given us some great insight to new ideas and different things. So, um, I'd like to thank you all for coming on the show this morning. Uh, this is Upper Radio. Um, my guess, well, um, do you all have anything that you wanted us to know? Um, you can also check out the Motor City Hymns album on the Motor City Wesley Facebook page, which is uh, also an offset of the UMC On Campus Michigan page. You can check that out there as well. So, um, <laughs> do you all want to say a little bit about uh, anything that you want us to shout out? Or <laughs> anything? Um, I guess that's my cue to <laughs> let people know about about the earthwork 
music collective tour that I'm a part of coming up in a few weeks here. It's um, November 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, and 12th, and it's in different parts of the state of Michigan. Um, so it's probably coming to a town relatively near anyone in Michigan. Um, I don't think we're getting up to the UP, but other than that, there's probably one fairly near you. Um, so check out Earthwork Music Collective on Facebook or earthworkmusic.com to find out about those tour dates. Um, it's in Ann Arbor, Lapeer, um, Leland up north, and then Spring Lake, which is like uh, southwest on, on Lake Michigan. Um, I think there's one I'm missing but check it out right. <laughs> online. <laughs> and um, and that, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. They're not specifically religious musicians, but they do um, they do share messages of transformation and hope and, and just do some really cool stuff with, with activism and community organization through okay. music. So, so it would be an inspiring, inspiring group of folks to get to hear in concert. <laughs> How about you, Tom? Um, uh, I guess I've kind of been writing music. I'm trying to put together like an album. It's kind of in the early stages. I've just been writing a lot. So if anyone's interested in that, you can just follow me on Facebook. And you'll see updates as they come. And also most of my gigs in the area, get like sometimes I'll post them there. So you can come see me play. That's right. If you want. Great. <laughs> I definitely try to make it out there. All right. Uh, great to have you all. I'm glad you all could make it. Thank you so much for your insight. <laughs> all right. Yeah, thank you, Samson, I wish for you all. Oh, yeah, no problem. I wish you all the best in your uh, next endeavors. Great. Thanks. Thanks. Uproar is a project of Motor City Wesley. Check us out at motorcitywesley.org.